Hello and welcome to the Susquehanna County Conservation District's Conservation Corner. I'm Don Hibbard. And I'm Courtney Bronze. And each week we bring you conservation topics and events from around the Endless Mountains. Well, believe it or not, from time to time when we answer the phone here at the Conservation District, we're asked about wildlife rescue or, you know, the public is asking about certain species of fish and when to catch them, when it's legal to catch them. You know, we're happy to help the public find out those answers, but we also want people to understand what sets the Conservation District apart from other agencies in the Keystone State. So Pennsylvania is unique in the fact that it has two separate wildlife agencies, as well as a Department of Conservation and Natural Resources. In most states, it turns out these are all grouped into one agency. Uh, Today, we really wanted to dive deeper into each of the agencies and discuss what each one covers. So we'll start out by talking about the Pennsylvania Game Commission. So back in 1894, which was a year before the state legislator created the Pennsylvania Game Commission, believe it or not, no animals, with the exception of a few songbirds, actually had complete protection. So wildlife was sold in markets and it was served in restaurants, deer were shot over salt blocks, wild turkeys and grouse were shot at night while roosting, and waterfowl was harvested during spring breeding season. Bears were even being shot while hibernating. So on June 25th of 1895, Governor Hastings signed a law and that created the Pennsylvania Board of Game Commissioners. And the Game Commission was created too late to help some species, unfortunately, but there was still hope for others, such as the bear, um, the white-tailed deer, and wild turkeys, which are three of the state's most popular game species. And their numbers were at the lowest population levels ever, and really they needed protection if they were going to survive. So to restore wildlife, the Game Commission pressed for more restrictive hunting laws. They were designed to safeguard what wildlife was left and to provide it with a better opportunity to recover. And this effort was bolstered by hiring law enforcement officers. So these officers enforce these hunting laws and regulations and make sure that there's wildlife populations for generations to come. And so there's other agencies as well. Uh, The next one we want to talk about is the PA Fish and Boat Commission. And uh, this all started in 1866. Uh, There was a convention that was held in Harrisburg to investigate pollution. Uh, It also was looking at the bad conditions existing in mountain lakes and streams. And also another issue that had come up was uh, the spring shad runs were being stopped by dams. Uh, So through all this, uh, Governor Andrew G. Curtin actually signed in the law the act of March 30th, 1866. And this law would name James Worrell as Pennsylvania's first commissioner of fisheries. This eventually created what would be known as the Board of Fishery Commissioners and uh, Eventually, there again, Pennsylvania Fish Commission. Um, eventually, it became Pennsylvania Fish and Boat Commission, as we know it today. Uh, and so I just wanted to go through a couple of different years that stood out and the progress they've made. So in 1875, in 1875, there was legislature that designated $3,000, and that meant it went towards the first fishery, which was built in northwestern Pennsylvania in the town of Cory. Uh, by 1904, more than 10 million chain pickerel were propagated, and pickerel had, believe it or not, never been propagated 
in any fish cultural establishment in the United States. So in 1922, the first resident fishing licenses were established and uh, ended up costing individuals $1 for the fishing license. Um, they actually raised $207,425 and the commission became self-supporting from that. So in 1924, stream surveys started, and these were used to classify waters with regard to area, depth, fish, species, aquatic life, and general conditions. And in 1947, the commission's stream management program began. Fast forward to 1966, 25,000 coho salmon were stocked in Harvey's Lake. Um, if you're not familiar with Harvey's Lake, that's just below Susquehanna County in Wyoming County and albino brook trout and palomino trout were also stocked for the first time. 1974, House Bill 2538 gave the commission jurisdiction over reptiles, amphibians, and aquatic organisms. And in 1996, the commission launched their website on the internet. So fishing and boating regulations are enforced by waterway conservation officers, or WCOs, and they are employed by the Fish and Boat Commission and are police officers certified by the Pennsylvania State Police Municipal Police Officers Training Standards. They patrol on foot, in vehicles, and on boats, and they're also certified boating safety instructors. Yeah, going back to Harvey's Lake, gotta wonder if there are any salmon in there still. I never knew that one. Yeah, I didn't either. That's pretty crazy. Um, so we wanted to move on to Pennsylvania Department of Conservation and Natural Resources, or DCNR. Uh, if you see their vehicles driving around, that's what they got on their doors. Uh, so that was established in July of 1995, and they're tasked with maintaining the 121 state parks in Pennsylvania. They also manage uh, 2 million, or a little over 2 million acres of state forest land, and they provide information on state's ecological and geologic resources. But within DCNR, there are actually six bureaus. So there's the Bureau of Forestry, and their mission is to ensure long-term health, uh, viability, and productivity of the Commonwealth's forests, and to conserve native wild plants. The Bureau advocates and provides leadership on issues related to management of the Commonwealth's forests, trees, and native plants. And they also play an instrumental role in providing credible information about the conditions and the status of PA forest resources to industry, academia, other governmental agencies, and conservation organizations. And we work with them quite a bit as well, uh, and we end up sharing a booth with them at the fair. The Bureau of Forestry is responsible for extinguishing forest wildfires on both public and private lands and also monitoring and managing destructive forest insects and diseases on all Commonwealth lands. Uh, so then we move on to the Bureau of State Parks. Uh, DCNR Bureau of State Parks manages 300,000 acres of land for recreational activities. Um, that's where things like horseback riding, snowmobiling, those types of things come in. And as we mentioned before, there's 121 state parks in PA and really, purpose of these parks is to provide opportunities for enjoying healthful outdoor recreations that serve as outdoor classrooms for environmental education. So we'll move on to the Bureau of Recreation and Conservation and they really work to build connections between citizens and the outdoors through recreation enhancement, natural resource conservation, and community revitalization. 
So they partner with communities and organizations across the state, and they provide grants and technical assistance for things like local recreation projects, um, trails, greenways, heritage areas, open space, river conservation, and environmental ed. Next is the Bureau of Geological Survey, and this was also known as PA Geologic Survey. It's more than 180 years old. Since 1836, there have been four surveys in Pennsylvania. The most recent one was established by a legislative mandate in 1919. So I guess really it wasn't that recent. No, no, not at all. And geologists and partners work together to map the surface and subsurface geology of Pennsylvania. And through this, they can provide openly available maps, publications, reports, um, water well driller licensing and educational outreach to both the public and private sectors. And then the other two are just the Bureau of Facility Design and Construction and the Bureau of Administrative Services. So really they just oversee you know, the construction and design of different facilities um, throughout DCNR and then they also cover the administrative services um, not only for employees but also for equipment management, snowmobile and ATV licensing, and other things for the general public. All right, well, hopefully that provides some insight on some of the agencies that we work with in Pennsylvania. Um, remember, we don't actually do specifically those jobs, um, but we can help you, you know, find the right answers, point in the right direction. And we certainly work with all those agencies and we'd like to see them succeed as well. All right, we have one event for you. It's on Saturday, February 19th at 11 a.m. There'll be an annual skating party, sleigh riding, and that'll be held at Montrose Memorial Park. If you don't have your own sleds or skates, you don't have to worry about that. You can borrow some and also have some food available. They're going to have some hot dogs, chili. Uh, they'll have some drinks as well, hot chocolate. And if you have a sweet tooth, they'll have some s'mores for you because they'll have a bonfire going as well. So that sounds like a good time. Yeah, definitely something to take the kids to. Yeah. Well, I guess that does it for today's show. If you have questions related to our shows, you can always contact the Conservation District by calling 570-782-2105. Or if you missed a portion of today's show, you can also go to our website, www.suscondistrict.org, and find our Conservation Corner page. Here you'll find past episodes, links to information about past episodes, and a contact form where you can reach out and ask questions or make comments about the show. And as always, you can even suggest ideas for future shows. You've been listening to the Susquehanna County Conservation District's Conservation Corner. I'm Courtney Bronze. I'm Don Hibbert saying, enjoy the outdoors.